Good morning, everybody. How about you turn to the person next to you and just tell them how much you love them and are so inspired that they are here with you today. I always wonder how many, you know, dating relationships happen out of, you know, just that interaction, right? Like, I don't, whatever, anyways, you know. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So how many of you have enjoyed this week? You've enjoyed getting to know teachers and, yeah? Cool. I thought you might make some noise, but the show of hands, I guess we're going to have to go with it. Yeah? No? Yes? Maybe? <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was just weird. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we're so excited. Um, we just feel it's such a great thing to be able to connect with our teachers because we have some awesome, awesome teachers at Eden and to hear their faith stories and um, obviously Mr. Macchio on Monday, Mr. Dishke uh, yesterday and this morning we have the woman, the piano wizard, the wonderful Miss Lori Barrett. So can we give it up for Lori for being here? <laughs> so... <I'll laughs> A lot of you may not know me because I teach in SSTC. Yeah. I used to teach math for years, but then when I came to Eden, I moved over to SSTC. Yeah. But I often get recognized as the teacher who wore the plastic mask. Oh, right, so sure. I got told that a lot. So right. I don't know if you ever saw me in the hallway with a plastic mask. That was like the Hannibal Lecter mask, that one, right? The yeah, it was pretty gross. <laughs> I wasn't by choice. <laughs> I'll no tell you worries. That. No, that's good. Well, hey, as typical, we like to start off with just some fun, random questions, yeah. and you can confirm you've not seen these questions. I have not. Awesome. I have not. Awesome. Okay. Uh, and these are rapid fire, so you're kind of going with first thoughts. Uh, keep it clean, and uh, we'll be good. All right. Uh, number one, cake or pie? Uh, pie. Pie. Okay. Let's just do a little audience. Cake? Pie? No yeah. way. Yeah, Holy pie, Okay, yeah. no way. That's pretty cool. Okay, uh, favorite ice cream? Chocolate chip mint. Chocolate chip mint. Uh, famous singer you'd love to play piano for? Oh. Taylor Swift? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sarah McLaughlin? Do you, I don't know if you guys even know who that is. I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. That's probably, although she plays oh. her own piano. I don't know. Yeah, I thought so, you were going to say know. Adele or something. But anyways, okay, uh. so that's a given, Taylor Swift. Uh, pro sport that makes no sense at all. So many to choose from. Um, <laughs> football, I guess. Football, I don't ever know what they're okay. doing. I think you just lost a few guys. Sorry. That's all right. That's okay. Uh, a word for Tim Horton's coffee. Oh. Yeah, um, that, I, I agree. I'm not yeah, a fan. Yeah, neither am I. Anyways. Uh, oh, that's a Denny Dishke question. Uh, sorry, this is left over. Age, you could start growing a beard. Let's just skip that one. <laughs> Zero, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, yeah, I must have left that one in there. <laughs> the worst song ever written. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I love all music, all genres. I don't know. I wouldn't okay. have a worse song. All right. Okay. Take five seconds. Tell the person next to you, worst song ever written. All right. <laughs> oh man, you guys all have ideas <laughs> so fast. <laughs> okay. Give me somebody willing to shout it out. Give us a song that is just the worst song ever written. Dance Monkey. Oh no, I like Dance Monkey. <laughs> Dance Monkey. Okay. One more. Oh, oh I agree, no, man. I like country. Yeah, any country song ever written. Oh, no, see? Yeah, I agree. Anyways, okay. 
Uh, what's the next one? If your husband, Dan, got a tattoo in honor of you, what would it say? Canadian girl, maybe. Okay. He's not Canadian, He's not romantic, that's why. No. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's all right. Um, what was your worst class as a kid? Phys ed. Really? Okay, phys ed. Did you ever fail a subject in high school? Never. Really? No. Not once, eh? What about like a test, assignment? No, I was like a bit of a keener in school, so. Okay. All right. Uh, beach house or mountain cabin? Beach house. Okay. Do you remember your first kiss? Yes. No names, please, but you do remember. Okay. Yes. All right, okay. Uh, it, it was, it was. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I Go won't ahead, give yeah. names. Yeah. It was at Eden Ski Club. Uh-oh. So I'll tell you that. We are not promoting this behavior <laughs> on Eden Ski Club. No way. Now I'm curious. Uh, yeah. For five bucks, you guys can come up after. No, there, no one's going to yeah. know who okay. it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, your dream none car. None of your parents. My dream car. Oh, an Audi TT. Audi TT. No way. Uh, would you rather be driven to work in a limo or drive your favorite sports car? Limo. Really? Limo? Audience participation? In, get driven in a limo or who would drive a their limo, favorite sports car? A limo, you can like car? eat breakfast and have coffee in the back. <laughs> yes, you, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you could rip in a sports car. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if given an all expenses paid trip for a week, where are you going? Uh, Mexico. Mexico. That's a good choice. Uh, do you sing out loud while you drive? 100%. <laughs> Your kids would say, Mom is so embarrassing when she. Is always singing out loud. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, people sometimes say you look like? Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Does anyone yeah. know who Cheryl Crow is? No. Musician? No. Chuck, Mr. Coop? She was yeah. a big <laughs> singer when we were your yeah. age. I don't know. I had people yeah. stop me like at yeah, Tampa Bay and stuff. I got told that a lot. She's still around. Yeah, she's still around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I don't That's know. That's good. Okay, a word for people who just stand on moving walkways or take up the whole escalator. Oh, frustrating. Isn't it? Oh, so frustrating. Have you ever, like, shoved anybody off or no? No, just but I will, I'm very loud to be like, move to the right, move to the right. <laughs> do they do it or do they Sometimes. say, like, Cheryl Crow is such a jerk? No. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> okay. what they say. Um, if, okay, last one. If you weren't teaching, what would you be doing? Um... Dream would be singing, okay. um, but I'd probably, be, I'd probably like, I always wanted to own my own cafe. Oh, very cool. Not Tim Hortons, yeah. Not Tim Hortons, no. <laughs> that's awesome. Very no cool. Yeah, that, yeah, it's really uh, some of your insights uh, and quirks and thoughts is, is amazing. <laughs> so maybe just uh, short as we've done each day, just kind of mm -hmm. how did you get here? And we know you drove, right? We get it. But um, how did you arrive at Eden High School? Kind of just that little bit of the journey before we kind of dive into the sure. questions here. So I am an Eden graduate. I um, was the, <coughs> excuse me, graduated out of what is now, um, what's that school? Oh my gosh. No, sorry? Wheatley. Wheatley. There we go. Thank you. Yes. I was the graduating year at Wheatley. So my grade year 11 was in um, Virgil, so you can figure out how old I am by that, I guess. Um, and so I loved Eden, and then I moved to, I actually got a job in finance, in business. I did a business degree at Brock. And I decided that if I graduated debt-free from university, I was going to spend three months traveling Europe. So I traveled Europe for three months, met some amazing people, ended up moving to Australia for a year, stayed for six, got married, <laughs> came back. 
um, and decided I had kids. I didn't want to work in finance anymore because I wanted more time with them. So I started tutoring, and tutoring led to teaching. And I used to teach math. I taught at Ridley. I taught in Australia for a long time. Math was, math was kind of my jam. And then one day they asked if I would supply teach uh, an SSTC class. And I thought, there is no way that I can do that. And I went in there and I, I was like, well, I'll do one day. They really need me. And I loved it. And so then I kind of have slowly kind of converted over, took a few extra courses in special needs and education. And yeah, so That's here I am. So awesome. Yeah, really cool. We're really glad that you're here. And, and we know the SSD class loves you, so. Oh, I love them. <laughs> They're great. That's awesome. Um, tell us about your faith journey in terms of how, how you came to Christ. How did you meet Jesus, that part of the journey? Uh, so born and raised in a Christian home, like probably a lot of you guys and a lot of the teachers up here. Um, went to a Mennonite church, uh, did the whole nine yards. Went to Secord actually for nine and ten uh, because of the music program that I was interested in at that point. And, uh, but I was at a youth group with a whole bunch of Eden people. And so in grade 11, I decided I wanted to move over to Eden. So I went to Eden in grade 11. And that was a big transitional year for me. It was the first year I also went to Camp Crossroads. So I was a UM. I don't know if you guys still have this differentiation between UMs and MBs, United Midnights and Midnight Brethren. But when I was in high school, it was like a, this big divide, like you're either a UM or you're an MB. And so, Eden was an MB church, or sorry, an MB school, so I had never been really a part of that. Went to Eden, joined an MB life or small group or whatever, and um, got baptized that year, and um, that was a big change. And then, yeah, and then, you know, and then you're, you do this through your 20s, and um, got married. I don't know, and now, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, we go to New Hope Church, and we're very strong there as a family. We serve as a family, and um, my kids are involved in that. And yeah, we're on a life group. So yeah. I don't know if that answers yeah, your question. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> so as a teacher, um, I mean, unique role in a special needs class. But how does faith influence you as a teacher? Like, how does that you see it work itself out in kind of your your role as a teacher? I think it's really about relationship building and and showing love. Like it's not not just SSTC, but I mean, you guys know, when you have a teacher out there who you feel legitimately cares about you as a person, mm. it's a whole different game you're playing. Like, you're, you're suddenly, you know that teacher cares about you, and you know that they want to see you succeed. And, and I think as a, as a teacher, and especially as a Christian, and I would say all teachers feel that way, but as a Christian, I just feel there's that extra layer for me um, of just love that I... Mm. I, I feel honored that I get to work with youth. I feel honored that I get to be a part of that. And the SSTC is just an opportunity to just love on kids who don't always get that love. Um, and I've worked at schools that are definitely not as, as well off as Eden. And so having the opportunity to, to kind of show that love and just be there for these kids and, and be able to have a relationship with them to me is, is an honor and a joy. Um, being a Christian, faith journey is not always smooth sailing. So uh, has there been a point, Lori, in life where faith has just been a real grind, a real struggle? You know, have there been those moments? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say university was tough. All of my friends uh, from youth either went, who went to Brock with me, all did teacher's program mm -hmm. except, or science. I was the only one who did business. 
So when you're in a program, it's kind of hard to stay connected with people in different programs because you're so ingrained. And business was a really intense program. So I, I didn't end up joining the um, Brock Christian Fellowship. I didn't end up joining a life group outside of school. And because of that, I definitely started to fall because I just hung around non-Christians. And there's nothing wrong with hanging around non-Christians. I actually think we're called to be disciples of Christ. But um, when you're by yourself and you're not, being supported in any way, except, you know, my family was obviously there, but as you become older, you talk less and less to your parents about stuff, and so it just, I kind of fell a little bit, um, and then when I went to Australia, I had no church, I had no people, nobody knew what a Mennonite was, nobody, like, they, I, it was very tough to go into finding a church by yourself when you're 22, and you don't know anybody, um, so that was hard, and I definitely, feel that I kind of hit a low at that point. Um, but then I met my husband, um, at a, we were working together and we found a church together when we were still dating. And that definitely was an answer to prayer for me. Very cool. So the Mennonites hadn't reached Australia at that no, point. No, they didn't even know what Amish were. Like well. they had no <laughs> idea. I tried to kind of bridge a gap, yeah. but no, there was yeah. nothing. Yeah. Cause the worldwide takeover, I'm surprised it hadn't reached that point. But anyways. Okay. Um, how has this last couple of years been? Like we've been in this crazy pandemic the world has changed um how has it been for you personally you know in terms of just journey and faith or has it impacted you in the last couple of years yeah. yeah well we me and my husband made a really um conscious decision at the very beginning to not allow the fear to take hold like ultimately we were like this is in god's hands i'm a little bit like mr dishke in the sense that it was kind of fun in the beginning having everything at home like we're uh, we know we're driving the kids to sports and running around to appointments, so that was nice. But I'm not an introvert. I'm much more of an extrovert, so I did miss people very quickly. Um, but we were very much about, you know, we're just going to keep living life like we can, as much as we can. And um, we got more into spending more time as a family unit, like studying the Bible and doing that kind of stuff with our kids. Um, so that was good. I feel it actually helped our faith a lot as a family. Uh, we were able to talk about things that we didn't always have time maybe to talk about. Yeah. Um, and we've really tried to keep that as much as we have with things opening back up. Obviously, we lose a little bit of time, but um, no, it's been good that way. And we were so blessed to be a part of a church that um, chose not to shut their doors. So us being able to go to church regularly was huge for us, too, because when everything else, <coughs> excuse me, when everything else is shut down and you can still go to church and see your people and do that kind of stuff it was good yeah that's awesome uh, any uh did you any unique opportunities outside of like family that you met people or had any things to do i don't know that were just different any can you think of any off the i know that's not a scripted question but no i don't <laughs> know for me yeah. not so much it was more like taking the opportunity to like organize the house and clean and that kind of stuff my daughter learned guitar on her own which is no like way mom bragging moment she's ridiculously amazing at it now and so she spent so much time doing that so that was cool my son decided to hone in on video game skills so that is what it is but um yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> okay. but no uh, no for me not so much it was just more kind of enjoying just being awesome. home yeah very cool so uh, yeah, as you said, you have the privilege of working with high school students, being in a, amongst a generation that has so much promise, uh, so much potential. What would you say, Lori, to this generation to inspire them or encourage them, challenge them forward in terms of their journey? 
it's definitely be true to yourself. And I know Mr. Dishke said that yesterday too, like trusting in who you are and what you stand for. And I think that is increasingly getting harder. And my heart on a regular basis breaks for you guys because I think it's, it's really tough. Like when, I don't like to think I'm that old, but there was no internet, like really when I was your age and there was no social media and all of that. And I find it's very, um, it must, it must be difficult as an adult. That's tough. So I can't even imagine the pressure you guys feel, um, just of that comparison and competition. And even if you're kind of like, no, it's not there, it's always kind of there. And, and I, I totally recognize that. And I think remembering that that doesn't define you and that actually that Christ defines who you are and that's who your identity is in and remembering that and and knowing that yes yeah, so you don't have to live in a bubble and to get out there and meet non-christian people because that's what we're called to do um, but don't do it alone like have like you need your people you need your your core people that you can count on and that will hold you accountable someone to say like what are you doing like pull up your socks come on but um, that would be my biggest thing and and take risks like say yes more to the appropriate things say yes more than you're going to say no because things are scary but if you don't like i never in a million years would have thought i would go move to australia by myself like i cried almost the entire plane ride because i thought what am i doing this i don't like i didn't know where i was going to sleep or what i was going to do like I, and how my parents let me go is beyond i still don't really understand that but they obviously had trust as well and um that would be my big thing. Take risks, but yeah, just make sure you have your core people with you. That's cool. Did you ever imagine doing this, like sitting in front of a group of students? No, no. probably not this either, okay. no. Very cool. Not talking, singing maybe. Not singing, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that, the identity piece, when so much changes and so much you know, is just uncertain how our identity is in Christ, and that's, yeah, that's a good word. Um, can we give it up for Mrs. Barrett? Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, before we head out, again, just a, a few announcements. Uh, today, junior girls are meeting for Life Group uh, for Driven in the SLC, continuing the series Crazy Making. Uh, today at lunch, if you are a grade 10 student, you need to be on this stage signing up uh, to get information on our grade retreats because we are looking to have our retreats in the fall and really need to understand how many are interested in going that's going to affect all of these things like busing and location and everything else. So uh, if you are at all interested, come sign up. There's no obligation, but at least you're on our list to get information because we just, man, we're hoping and praying that we get to kick off next year with some really epic retreats. And after a two-year absence, like we think things are going to go off and be a real blast. And so uh, we, we're hoping for as many students there as possible. Um, if you missed Monday or Tuesdays, uh, episode you can go on to spotify instagram and listen to the podcast so you can catch up uh and mr dishke is going to reveal his uh border uh mishap in terms <laughs> of an illegal substance and uh we'll arrange a time maybe a eh? lunch pizza that mr dishke's pr he's providing and yeah <laughs> anyway so um and of course the first kiss story with miss barrett if you want to hear that, that exciting please <laughs> Anyways, um, any other announcements? Uh, yes. Oh, we are so pumped about this one. So there is this epic mythical thing that we used to do called Celebrate You. And that meant that every student once for the year could sign up for a Friday with some friends and come into the SLC for pizza on us. So the, sh the sign-up sheets are over on the bulletin board. Please 
sign up your names, sign up some friends, and we literally bring in some pizza at lunch and just hang with you guys. So it's on us, and we love to make those connections. So celebrate you's coming. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to that. So we want to say God bless. Uh, have an awesome day, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow where we have Miss Brenneman, the math wizard herself, is going to be up here sharing. So God bless. Thanks for coming.